smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Time to wake and bake, and if you're already woke, then bake some more. And oh shit, just almost knocked over the cold brew. Would have been away from the computer though, and uh, but we're all good. Levels, man. As long as you don't violate the the levels principle, you'll be all right, man. All right. Yes. Yeah, so this time to pack a fresh bowl here, guys. This is cannabis news, culture, and entertainment. We're gonna hang out for I don't know, forty five minutes, an hour, bullshit about some news. Scotty's got a book report. You uh, uh, listen to, I assume, a book called Reality Bubble. I'm listening to it, and it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm digging it. Uh, man, how about you said, I was thinking when you said I'm listening to it, you meant like right now. I was like, man, you remind me of those people that it shouldn't bother me probably, but like when somebody's just walking around the store and they have their, what are they, Air, AirPod or whatever. That's me, in, baby. That's me. And they're just, they're just talking. And it's like, I don't know. I actually, I guess I, it bothers me for some reason. I'm not sure why. It's okay. It's because okay you want people to be in the moment. Present. Please be present. Yeah. I'm the guy that walks out because I was on my phone and uh, forgets to put the groceries in the cart or something like that. You know? <laughs> I told you I was at the airport and I was on at a dude spring break and I just decided to eat the edibles. I've been doing that on the airplane and Dude, I got way too high. The flight was delayed a little bit, got way too high. And then they're boarding and I'm on my phone talking to somebody, but on the, the wireless, you know, the Bluetooth. Yeah. And I go to board and I can't find my phone. <laughs> I'd walked away from it. I'm like, where the fuck was I, dude? I'm literally like scanning everywhere for my phone, man. So, yeah, nice, I figured it nice. out. Man. I was like, where was I just? It's like, I have no idea where I just was. Well, it sounds like this book, Reality Bubble, has a few different things going on. We're going to talk about the intelligence of animals, bring our own pets into the, the conversation a little bit today. Yeah, um, man. You got, you got three. How many pets do you have? Four? Two? Three dogs and a cat? I got three dogs and a cat, man, and I'm probably forgetting one, too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I got three dogs and a cat. Excellent. I got couple dogs myself and a guru is a husky lover so we have some some pet talk to do here a little bit uh, that sounds like a category on like a porn site doesn't it husky <laughs> lover <laughs> yes it's yes. this big lumberjack looking guy yeah. <laughs> awesome. in the news u.s sentencing commission fewer federal offenders charged with marijuana related crimes in 2021 that's good the feds yeah, aren't charging as many people Give you some numbers. Uh, next story, how the pandemic created a new generation of stoners, um, which that's good. I like it. Yeah. And hey, I'm not going to be leaving my house for a couple of years, man. You know, I think maybe you Let's found this weed. next one. I laced my sister's wedding cake with marijuana and guests got high as kites. Oh, this was just fun. OK, just fun. <laughs> No, man, you do not, depending on the guests. Right. Example, yeah. given my mother-in-law on Thanksgiving, I got right. way too high. She did not come out of her room for almost 24 hours. <laughs> and yes, she got so high she could hear us laughing upstairs. Oh, and she, she, just general, she And she thought we were just constantly laughing about her, like, you know, like paranoia high. And right. it's like, no, like. I was like, please, you just need to get into a good movie. I'm like, come upstairs and right. just like zone out on some crazy movie. You'll feel better. Occupy your mind. Don't just sit there in the, the basement and not do anything. Anyway. They're all going to laugh at you. 
<laughs> so and don't look in the mirror either. Um, <laughs> DudeGrows.com forward slash support guys kick it on over there. If you haven't caught the new 420 happy hour, that's because you're not a DGC Pedusa every Friday at 420. We've got the new show rocking. Uh, we also hook up seeds every 420 happy hour, 420 Pacific time. No big deal. If you don't catch the live show, it's reposted every money, every money, every Monday every money, money oh, on yeah. Patreon. You can download any of the prior episodes and you don't have to listen live to partake in the giveaways and the hookups, but it's just a fun time, guys. Hang with the DDC. We bring people on with bullshit. Talk a little grow. We talk about whatever. <clears throat> What'd you guys talk about last happy hour, Scotty? I wasn't, I wasn't here. Uh, me and Banner hung out, man. And I have no idea, man. Guru, do you have any idea what me and you just talked about 10 minutes ago? Um, do yeah. you have any idea what any of us talked idea. about this morning, man? Because... No. <laughs> it's okay man peppers if you're living in we did we talked about peppers and tomatoes and being healthy okay dude oh i'm eating about a half a habanero a day here now in my smoothies since i'm a habanero farmer that's uh, how i but, feel like man that's what my eyes feel like like i ate a habanero and it won't stop watering dudegrows.com forward slash support you guys get the hookups we have a new giveaway i should be up by now from uh, rain science grow bags uh, as well as we're hooking up. Oh, I forgot the gentleman's site lifted, lifted woodworks, maybe another DGC tray, custom uh, tray for rolling and putting your herb on. Yeah. And also free seeds from seeds here now. Scotty's got 30% off dots, grow dots and recharge. Yes. And man, be good and sticker packs. Sometimes it is all about the sticker packs. Thanks uh, to warehouse Kyle. We've been getting a shit ton of stickers out. So if you guys are, are producing the showing them slaps, please. He's called well, slaps. Are. It's trendy and cool, and that's what the kids are doing. If you're producing the show and you haven't got yours, hit me up over on Patreon and uh, name an Addy. We'll get you that sticker pack out. Mm. And also, content for the show. Give me some news. What do you want us to talk about next week and bake, man? You guys are producers. Take advantage. Yes. Yes. I was it. just giving oh, you the perfect. yeah, man. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Let's see who's going some dank out here. Pumice. Pumice replacement by Cause Gen X. Yeah, it's just an interesting. This is, this is more of a, I don't know. It's a little grow talk question in here too, but this is my buddy too. So what's up, Cause Grow? Says, hey, Scotty, dude, guru, banner, and DGC. What's up, Cause Grow? I uh, hope all is well. So I'm attempting to build, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm attempting to build my own soil using build a soil coots mix recipe. Excuse me. Did I tell you, dude, that uh, Potentponic Steve introduced me to Coot? I was actually hanging out on uh, on the Grown with Fishes show. Nice. Clapping yeah. Coot, man. Very cool guy, man. The pumice from Build the Soil uh, is $155. A, oh, 15. What am I reading there? Is that $15? 15. What yep. is that? European, man? The dollar sign on the other end there? $15 a bag and you'll need four. Then $118 for shipping for the $60, man. Now, I ain't broke, but I ain't rich either. So is there <laughs> something else I can do in place of pumice? Thanks. Much love and respect. Here's some of my harvest picks. And this is a little grow talk. Harvest picks but look nice. Yeah, it's looking beautiful, man. It's just what a, a small grower can do in a tent. And respect to you, Cosgrow. Um uh, I would just use, I mean, what, you can use rice holes. <clears throat> Especially if you're trying to stay in the whole, like, build-a-soil system. Right. Uh, rice holes would work really well. You could always add some cocoa to your soil mix is another good way to get some aeration and water holding capacity yeah. in there. Um, or just the tried-and-true perlite. And if you're really old school, vermiculite. No, but 
I don't know. The idea with all this stuff isn't to ship components from around the country to build the soil and then to ship them to you. It's a pretty inefficient way to build soil, man. There's usually some things that you can find locally or at least that are brought in locally. It's I 100% go to your uh, local nursery um, and see if they have any uh, pumice that they'd be willing to sell <laughs> or they might even be willing to like order some for you too. If if they uh, it depends on the sales rep, but yeah, they, for aeration though, and rice just holes. about anywhere these things you don't have to get from a Colorado company. You can find them a lot of different places locally. Same goes with peat and compost sure. and stuff like that. Sure, it's usually not the best to get stuff shipped across the country to you. Especially the whole idea of doing this is the like carbon neutrality of 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 doing it and the organic and really healthy trying to be nutrient dense. Uh, Getting stuff shipped all the way across the country is kind of against that, especially things that weigh a lot too. Yeah, it just so sucks. getting the the mixed up pre amendments, order that, and then source everything else you can locally. Or uh, if you can't find it locally, then uh, ordering it is is a is a good option. It just sucks when you go to buy something and it's sixty dollars and one hundred and eighteen dollars. You're like one hundred and eighteen dollars shipping. Yeah, you're like ooh, fifteen dollars bags, perfect. 2022 is a crazy time. Jesus, sure. Anyway, Cosgrove, beautiful, beautiful bud here. Thank you yeah. for, yeah, thanks for posting this, man. Mm. What are you talking on, dude? I have huh? Pura Vida. Smoking two joints again? No, nah, I have a half a joint this time, man. I call this the blind, bro. Smoked this <laughs> weed and I went blind, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I smoked this stuff and it fucks up my eyes, man. I don't know if it's the, the weed or what, but. Wait, did Warehouse Kyle roll you a spliff? Is that what happened? I do. It feels like that, man. It feels like I'd smoke tobacco and fucking up my eyes or something. But so I'm even scared. I'll smoke this one again, man. I haven't I'll had a spliff in a long time. Again. I say they have their place, guys. Spliff technically means a joint with tobacco, right? It's right. at a certain ratio. It doesn't right. have to be 50 50, right? No, it can be whatever. Bit, man. A little bit of tobacco in there, I think. And but again, it has also hit me wrong. It's been like, man, I could keep smoking that, but you got the tobacco in there, so it's messing yeah. up the stomach a little bit or something. It makes me edgy. The tobacco makes me very edgy and not in a good way. It's an tropic. I've been tobacco free for quite some time now. I used to, used to chew a little, so and now when I, I don't know what happened in my head, I didn't try that hard. It was just weird. I'm like, dude, that's disgusting. Wow. I'm like, man, good I haven't for you, chewed bro. in ages. Yeah. It's only one a day, one chew a day, but man, can probably is Canada because a can of chew in Canada costs about fifty-five dollars. So, <laughs> for real, yeah. But what is a dollar? There's like what six hundred dollars to, and they banned flavors, they, so they had to get creative with it. Skull came out with a flavor called Crisp because he couldn't call it wintergreen. You couldn't call it anything. You couldn't. <laughs> Jesus it's just Christ. called Chris. Anyway, oh, this man. is wake and bake. I got, instead of what I'm token on, I uh, featured a post here. This is called CBD strains for tolerance breaks. Thought that was interesting by Chuck me a nug. So it's low DDC, just getting back into the swing of things after a divorce and a three-year break from growing. All right. I'm sure it feels good to be getting back. Um, does haha don't you love or haha don't you love life? I usually I do, but I hear you, man. Life just comes it's at you sometimes. Ups and downs, man. If it just keeps going up and up and up, you get numb to it, man. You know, but it needs yeah. to have it needs to have those dips, man. So it feels it says, good anyway, to back up. 
I've just finished my first grow back and I want to find some legit CBD strains to grow that I can smoke during tolerance breaks. I have read that CBD can help balance your system out and still have the medicinal benefits while not smoking a high THC strain. Hmm. Any recommendations on where to purchase would be much appreciated. So glad to be growing again and to have the DDC family again. Right on, chuck me a nug. All right. I like this idea. I mean, tolerance breaks can be nice. Y'all, we've all been on that little or whatever, maybe a week-long vacation where you just couldn't get access to cannabis and you come home and smoke a one and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I've gotten too high after a vacation one time. I was like, what, what was in there? Oh, yeah, you haven't smoked for seven days. When I talk about taking tolerance breaks and it meant just to like after work or like 420 or something like that was my tolerance break <laughs> yep the, the last legit tolerance break i went on lasted nine hours and uh it ended when i was driving <laughs> somebody my, bailed you out no I, I was i was driving my truck and my tire rim and all went off and hit a lexus in the door panel and after that i was like nah fuck this this is just an omen i need to start smoking weed again uh, well sensei mia awesome. sensei mia says harlequin i've grown harlequin before i, I agree harlequin sure. is probably one of the most popular pure cbd strains i thought the harlequin i have was more of a one-to-one so it's from the medical days in washington another one i really enjoy is a strain called sour tsunami it grew like a the beast high yielding sativa but had a pure sativa cbd high interesting it says the best that's the best way to smoke cbd from the morning till early afternoon then when the afternoon stretch comes around you roll a fat joint with somebody with some body high indica and a cbd salad interesting i like it man I got a bunch of CBD that. joints from uh, Hanover Hemp, shout out. And I do dig it as far as if you are, you're still getting definitely medicinal benefits. Um, you're not getting the same high, of course, but I think it could totally help with the tolerance. Like, also go check out, there's plenty on, Seeds Here Now has like, you just put I, CBD. My personal favorite, and he's a friend of ours, uh, two from the Seed Company with a K. Two. Uh, uh-huh. They have a like extensive uh, catalog of CBD varieties. He's one of the people that helped bring Charlotte's Web up, but right. uh, before it got taken by the right. uh, Stanley Brothers. Stanley Brothers, yeah. Um, before it got it was made popular by those guys. He's one of the people that like actually worked on it and has been doing uh, CBD breeding projects for like fifteen years. So I two from the seed company. If you're after uh, some CBD strains, also sells some really good. Uh, what the tiger's blood? Oh yeah, he does. Those, we keep that around. Yeah. I like opened this, up a new bottle of that. It's yesterday. like this CBD kind of spray. It's like a Ben Gay style tiger bomb kind of thing. It's three thousand milligrams of CBD in it, and like full spectrum. So I mean, it it's very efficacious. Yes, Ben. Love Gay. the name. Love the name. And I was saying again, Caesar uh, now is a great selection themselves. <laughs> Uh, check out the one-to-ones also. I mean, you might not say you don't have to go straight CBD. I like one-to-ones to start my day if I'm doing a regimen. Um, not necessarily. Sometimes a great high fucking sativa is fabulous because you're just like elevated up. But one-to-ones are nice um, because you're going to get the benefit of, man, I think I'm getting kind of high. This is not, but no, but no, it's leveling off and it's a, a lighter. It's a weed light. Man, I don't know about that. I think I am getting kind of high. I think I left that in middle school, brother. See, I, uh, <laughs> to balance out my cannabinoid, just in my personal opinion, uh, I don't smoke CBD flower. Smoking's for weed. Uh, smoke your weed and then take CBD orally and like sublingually under your right. tongue. And then like you're getting the best of both worlds without having to smoke uh, CBD flower. 
Or like, if I'm putting particulate in my lung, I'd like for it to be THC laden. Smoking for me, I don't, I don't smoke all day, every day. I'll smoke a couple joints during the day, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like it's good for my lungs to just keep on smoking joints just without getting high. I feel like that's uh, it's against principle, Smokey. Chad Westport chiming in, man on fire today, recommending um, Oregon CBD, Seattle Chronic Seeds, or Hoku Genetics. H O K U. Actually, I talked with Hoku Genetics. Um, I'm going to get them on to get to know the breeder, maybe. But doing nice. CBG, CBN strains. Um, there's a lot out there that is still to be learned and uh, the medical benefits of plenty of the CBD strains that look like I always thought it wouldn't look like the same as like a nice dank high THC nug. Oh, no, looks, they do. Know, they look the same. So but thanks, man. Great conversation starter there. Uh, let's take it on over to uh, what's growing on, man. What's growing on? What's so going on? yes. <laughs> I'm what? glad that I'm glad that you did this. I, I said I've been reading this book, and it says right on it. I've been reading this book called "The Reality Bubble: How Science Reveals the Hidden Truths That Shape Our World," and it's by Zia Tong. And I, it's amazing. There's so many interesting things in this book, and I fall asleep to it. I've got like chapter. I think I'm in chapter four now. I'll be damned if I can tell you what this book is about, man. Every chapter is like something different. I don't fucking get it, man. One of them's about time. The other one's about intelligence of animals, man. It's it's so that sounds like a good order in there. <laughs> Hi, Reed. Today we'll talk about the animals, but I wanted to read the premises, and this might be too deep. We're like, whatever, dude. So, but this the premises of the book. That's premise. Is, Premise, premise. The premise of this book is that our modern society blinds us to very specific processes, while other places and people are constantly visible. GPS signals allow us to locate just about anyone, anywhere, and yet we have no visibility into where our waste goes. Yeah, one of the chapters is about garbage and recycling. Another one is about intelligence of animals. It's all these, like... I think it's actually about blind spots is what she calls them. Real question. Yes, is sir. this just like a revamp of the Unabomber's manifesto? Oh, she does look a little light. No, I have no idea. Why is it? No. <laughs> All right, no, well, this is this is, like a, yes, this is a, a good part here of, of the mm-hmm. premise. We yes, want to chat with the farmer that's harvesting our carrots, but does anyone want to see into the slaughterhouse that feeds Costco's meat refrigerator? It's oh, these God. discrepancies that Tong points out in an effort to motivate us to think outside ourselves and what we see on the surface. Yeah. One time I woke up. <laughs> I like it. In the morning I wake up and she's talking about like Tyson chicken and processing chicken and how like they're the size of the chickens are like 800% bigger than what they, what they were like back in the day. And then, then I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, no, no, I hate this part. It's talking about extracting bull semen. And you know that that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A straw of bull semen can go for like 200 grand, bro. What is going just a straw of it, man, because it's just like clones. It's just like getting a whole bunch of like a tissue culture clones or something, you know? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. There's well, a person, she... there's a person whose job it is to extract that bull semen, by the way. And, just... and how, how does one extract bull semen? She explains it. 
I don't know. You might want to just read that book, man. Wait, and, then, <laughs> and then it's also someone's job to put that, that like giant plastic sheet on their on their arm and then inseminate the cow with the, the yeah. Bullshit got. Different people, different <laughs> different uh, jobs, yeah, different specialties. There, it takes a different type of person to do each one of those jobs, man. Well, no, but what is her discussion on the intelligence of animals? What's the? Uh... It was it just <clears throat> she brought it. She just has this chapter about how how intelligent it was i think it was she's talking about they have bees that can play soccer they taught a bee to play soccer damn it, all come right on, come on wait there's even yes. a, like a, he's good thinking about the how environment can limit things right uh, if you take fleas and you put them in a jar they'll jump up over the jar and try and get out of the jar but if you put a lid on that jar for three days uh it kind of right. re reprograms the fleas to their environment and you can then take the lid off of the jar. They will never jump higher than that lid. Their offspring will never jump higher than that lid. Uh, it's just kind of crazy how much environment can affect uh, genetics because that's getting passed on generation to generation. Guru so. came in yesterday, randomly told me that. And I was like freaked <laughs> out because that morning I'd woken up to this chapter in this book about flea circuses. And then how there really are flea circuses where they can teach fleas to do tricks. And it's kind of, I guess they're very trainable, aren't they, Guru? But so they were talking about <clears throat> how fleas have, you know, display some intelligence. They were talking about pigeons. They were talking about. Hey, I got pigeons right here. Yeah, it's saying, because I, I got this little tree hugger. It's not a treehugger.com, but animals that are smarter than us. And it's saying homing pigeons. They can return from distances more than 1,100 miles without any guidance. It's like, what is it? It's amazing. They can detect cancer cells. They had these pigeons and... Uh, really? They they were like 95% accurate. Dogs, uh, dogs... Sniffing out cancer, yeah. Dogs that can smell, be trained to smell certain types of cancer. Yeah. And uh, like, literally, like, it'll sit if it's one type of cancer. It'll put its paw up if it's a different type. It's really crazy. Well, it was reminding me of... Uh, dude, you said it. You were talking about, like, you know your dog. Like, you, your dog will give you that look. And you know, you're commu he's communicating with you. You get it. And, you know, he's sad that you're leaving or he's happy to see you or she or they, whatever, whatever your dog is, man. I love having fun with the dog. When the dog did nothing, you're like, what did you do? And like, psych, I'm just messing with you. And they're like, what ah, the fuck? That's really nice, man. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> we talked about elephants the other day. They, there's, uh, as far as uh, last wake and bake, uh, interesting fact. It's saying that uh, this study suggests elephants can track up to 30 absent members of their family by sniffing out their scent and building a mental map of where they are. <laughs> it's it's amazing how, yeah, how animals can do that, man. So they're, animals are super intelligent. Just because we can't communicate with them, we don't, uh, you know, well, we don't always see it that way. What would happen, though, if tomorrow all the animals could talk? Would we want that or to be too dangerous? Would the people at the zoo all quit? Would they get really depressed when that, that you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. Just because that's what I'm saying. Why are you anthropomorphizing them, dude? All right. Why can't we talk <laughs> their language, man? No, I mean, but, you know, you say talk, but they did learn to communicate. They are communicating, man. And they do have, you know, they're, they have, you know, they're smart, man. They're intelligent. Uh, guru's got, guru, you got your dog, Guru? Yeah, check this out. This is my dog, actually. 
So she just knocked that bowl over on herself to make it rock back and forth. And then like this kind of sassy look like, hey, I'm hungry. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) she ain't got to speak English. All right. She's telling you, yo, here, I can translate it. Hey, man, I'm kind of hungry. You coming to feed me or not? (laughs) But that's awesome. Yes. uh, Animals, they can communicate. I think there's plenty of them that are smarter than us. Dude, this guy was in the jungle and uh, he was hanging out and he pulled up, he sat on a rock to watch the sunset. And then he sees two uh, orangutans come on over and they just, they meet each other in the jungle. They're like, they give each other like a kind of like, a, they clasp palms and then they both sat down and watched the sunset about like three rocks over from the guy. See, man, I'm no monkey expert. It make me nervous that things are going to try and rip my face off or something. But I mean, not all monkeys are violent. I don't know if many are even violent towards oh, humans. Oh, dude, I saw like an Instagram <laughs> reel the other day of this guy uh, somewhere in like the South Pacific, somewhere handing a piece of fruit to a monkey. Right. And like they were on top of a roof. And it fell between two buildings, and the monkey got super pissed, started showing its teeth, and like lunged at the guy, like to chase him away because he right. was pissed at him for dropping the piece of fruit. <laughs> yeah, monkeys can be dicks, man. No lie. Or the hey, since uh, throw it at you. Yeah, that counts as being a dick, dude. Fuck. I'm gonna have to put funny monkeys. We'll see if it works this time. Funny monkeys into my YouTube feed because on the last Wake and Bake, if you guys listened, I think it was Wake and Bake. Yes, Scotty mentioned Bovida. And you immediately got Bovida ads a couple hours later, didn't you? On yeah. some device. <laughs> like they're not so, even playing around anymore. And then I no. listen to people to be like, no, no, Facebook's not listening to you. They're not listening to you. Somebody's <laughs> fucking listening, man. Constantly. Uh, yeah. So let's move on to the pros list. And before the news here, dogrows.com forward slash pros. You guys are shopping for your grow. Go check it out, man. There's a great list over there to uh, hook you up, whether it's lighting, CBD, grower scrog nets. Hell, I even think there's some nice mushroom kits from Tanazi there. Yes. Uh, Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Uh, we got some vetted DGC gear for you. Deal. Deal, sir. Oh, I just want to give that book the official thumbs up, though, man. It is a little bit, you know, every chapter is about something different. There was a chapter I was going to talk to you about, like, what it was like before time. And not before time, but before clocks and stuff like that. You know, watches were like what made like five. Maybe I should check that ago. one out. I'm gonna make a note of it right now. The book. Yeah, yeah. yeah because it's good. How do you listen Dude, to your books? Audible. Got it. Got it. Yes. I think I got to buy into that. Account, I'll, give, I'll give you the login, man. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that will help Dude, me out. Hey, seriously, think about how it was like to get things done before anybody had a watch. Or even before the whole clock tower thing, you know, it was like they would do it by what kind of bird sang at what time. You'd be like, I know this <laughs> bird sings this time, and this. But if I wait till the fucking till the blue jays are singing, that's funny you late, say that because just the day before yesterday, I was out on a mountain bike ride with a couple of buddies, and um, you can tell obviously when it's getting darker in a day. But we had stopped on our ride couldn't exactly tell what time of day it was but i heard then these one i'm like we better get moving those are those sunset birds like certain type of birds that come out of a certain type of the day obviously visually you could tell a little bit as well but that's pretty interesting the different yeah cues you would know i was thinking about that with how much of my life and my activities with mountain biking i plan by constantly watching the weather like back in the day like i squeak i have squeezed in rides like where it's like dude 
you know, that hour and a half, it didn't rain. I made it happen. You're looking at the radar and shit. Like back in the day, you had nothing, no weather planning. I mean, a little bit, maybe. What do they look at? The barometric pressure meters? Not me. I had to wait to see what the weatherman said. <laughs> Always, my whole life. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm going to check that book out. Thanks for the book report, dude. Yeah, it was good. It is good. I'm still into it. I like how it randomly sounds like it wanders through some totally different subjects. Yeah, it's I mean, good I exercise for like, the brain. I'm taking a time machine where I fall asleep in the middle of chapter four and wake up in chapter seven, and they are talking and, about different things. And then all of a sudden, bowl semen. Yeah, all of a sudden, bull semen, bro. <laughs> By the way, yeah, you get into that book, uh, that specific chapter, and then, uh, yeah, you let me know. You let Sounds me know. good. Sounds good. <laughs> In the news, out of normal, normal.org, U.S. Sentencing Commission. You were federal offenders charged with marijuana-related crimes in 2021. So in 2021, nice. um, just under 1,000 people were charged federally with violating marijuana laws. They compromised less than 6% of those charging, charged with violating federal drug laws that year. Okay. So, okay. So that means, I mean, if you're still, it's saying, so 6% of all the, 6% of all the drug arrests were for cannabis. And man, there's still a lot of people dealing a lot of cannabis, making a lot of money with it, you know, millions of dollars a year. So I could see, man, you're going to get federal charges. If you got a, you know, string of grow houses and you get caught as a kingpin, man, you're going to get federal charges. So, but what do they hate more? I debated. I think I know the answer. The feds hate. It's not necessary that you're growing the the marijuana. It's that, that, that the money you're getting that you're not giving your chunk of money over. You're not sharing it with man. Yeah. Tax evasion. Yeah. I mean, but technically the IRS (laughs) doesn't really talk to the police. So like, as long as you're paying your taxes, they don't really give a fuck. So, like, you can just pay an undisclosed amount or a disclosed right. amount of money to the federal government for your taxes and sure. not really say what it's for. And they're like, there okay. is like a box, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's straight the up, dude there's straight up show, a box. The Dude Grow Show gives no such advice to yeah. any. This is just. Um, we, are not, for, we are not lawyers. This is not legal advice, but thank like, you. it happens. So. <laughs> what is it? What is the one thing that it says on all this shit? It's like for. Uh, um, like when they, uh, oh, I'm brain farting on it. Um, all good. So this is a good thing. Like we discussed on the show, um, jurors as well. Like you're not as likely to get it depending if you're a nonviolent cannabis grower, you know, right. they don't, they don't want to deal with that shit. People are yeah. becoming more educated to it. Oh, novelty use only was what I was going for. I've seen some funny things with that sticker on it. What does that even mean? Does that just get you out of any potential lawsuit if you yes. put novelty? Yes, it was just for fun. It was a novelty. You weren't supposed to smoke it. Did you put that like on fireworks and shit? Anyway. Yes, exactly. Normal.org. Check them out, guys. Great organization. Um, we've mentioned before, if you end up needing an attorney, it's a good source for cannabis friendly and professional attorneys over there. Mm-hmm. Um, next news story is how the pandemic created a new generation of stoners. All right. All right. So yeah. this is out of the guardian have we established the guardian is supposed to be somewhat legit of a news it's like the they they broke the edward snowden uh news story the guardian is a a pretty good newspaper pretty good journalist yeah let's let's watch the word legit okay let's just say maybe some of the stories are okay from it i find i find their stuff uh somewhat interesting but let's let's not throw the word legit around when we're talking about the media these days all right 
Well, this is talking about a uh, gentleman here, Richard Capi, Capuano. He's 32. Says he didn't know how much a gram of marijuana costs. Now, after years of lockdown and an extended period of overwhelming anxiety, he has become something of a weed connoisseur. So this happened to a grip of people, man. We're like, they're at home more, probably part of it. Like, fuck it, I'm getting high, right? Right. I mean, but yeah, he brought I mean, us especially, like- I mean, why don't you get high at work? Because you're going to get busted, man, you know? But if you can just go smoke and oh, you got a Zoom meeting in 20 minutes, man, yeah. hide the bong. All, or no, all you got to do is <laughs> mute yourself. Yeah. Turn off, if it's a meeting, mute yourself, turn off your video camera and like rip your bong, put it behind the computer, turn all that back on. Yeah, as on. long as you exhale off camera, man, you're fine. And just so, have everyone think that you have a persistent cough. Be like, I, I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but this guy fun, makes a good man. point, man. When you, he's like, but I'm, you know, during the pandemic, you at home more. <laughs> <laughs> I was cooking, doing dishes, sitting and watching time, waiting for time to pass. And weed is enjoyable when you're doing these activities. I think True. the opposite of that is those activities are enjoyable while doing weed. Because like some of the most mundane shit, like that's why I say, man, when it's time to clean the house, it's time to smoke weed. Like granted, oh, yeah. you, you might get all of a sudden you're supposed to clean the house and instead you like totally just cleaned out your closet thoroughly you get stuck in one area dude i got caffeined up smoked a whole joint by myself and just went nuts going in the, in the greenhouse and i just cleaned and cleaned and it was dark and i was like i'm gonna finish and uh yeah i did it all man on weed um there's another uh interesting aspect aspect to this there's uh caffeine neil harris he's a professor who studies drug policy at rice university um, pointing out that any idea what Rice University is, man? I do not. I've heard of it before, man. It seems like a place like I should. Houston, know. Texas. Houston. I googled, sounds like I googled that, it. Doesn't it? Googled yeah. It. yeah. He neuralinked it, bro. Well, Harris notes that the stoner's toolbox, bongs, pipes, rolling papers have been ancillary in Canada or state is ancillary. Is that right? Ancillary. Ancillary. Thank you. Yeah, ancillary. I don't know what I don't know how to describe it. It's like to the side, not really primary. Secondary, okay, they've been maybe. ancillary in Canada or states like Colorado and California, where a sealed pack of THC gummies can be bought in broad daylight over the counter. Harris speculates that edibles may have served as an easy entry point for the fresh pandemic stoners, which is currently certainly true for a 35-year-old in Toronto named Andrew Evans. So this is interesting how the recreational availability is bringing more people into cannabis use. It says, Andrew Evan tells me that he spent maybe $10 total on weed in his life before COVID, but now says a minor dosage has become a nearly daily sacrament. Sacrament, sorry. So basically he, his story was started going into the dispensary um, and I, I, my apprehensions of weed had gone away because I can start at, I can, sure. I can get a five sell milligram. Store. What's that? They sell it at the store. Yes. And what so, will, you couldn't have that necessarily before, depending on you, what how you had available to, we didn't have precise. I mean, even have like whatever the working mom, 2.5 milligram microdose THC now. Right. Um, that gives an entry level point for people that are a little bit maybe intimidated by the product or they're like, man, I can't get it from the street. Right. 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 What are you laughing at? The 2.5 milligram. <laughs> I'm laughing at a high C trying to silently eat pizza next to me. And it's hilarious. You can't silently eat pizza, man. You can try as hard as you want. Man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, 
Anyway, Evan's story goes on. He says, I started dabbing with low doses, found I like how it turned down the volume knob on my bad brain and ramped up from there. By Christmas, I was absolutely a weed person. I started pushing gummies on my 60-something parents. We uh, have significantly awesome. improved my quality of life in a remarkably short period of time, mentally and physically. I'm in a way better place, aside from a marked increase in chip consumption. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. hang on, oh. man. Cliche, yeah. man. Pass some of that piece of me. I will agree with this last tidbit that I've seen happen to people. Evan says he drinks much less than he did before the pandemic, which he believes right is on. both a symptom of extended isolation and the acute afternoon destroying hangovers that heavy drinkers forced to contend with in their thirties and beyond. Eventually the charm of drinking free local IPAs and falling asleep watching Superstore just wore off. I like it. It's true, man. Cause it kind of doesn't do much for you after a while, except build your belly up. Um, yeah, I got to get a little under. The, this is actually what I look like under the shirt. It's good. Yeah. Like the other day we were watching below deck and my, somebody's, my wife was, or somebody in that below. See this part of my shirt here, the side cut of the abs. Yes. yes. I forgot what Keep it's called, that. but I, I claimed to have that and left it up my shirt. I got good laughs. I got good. Yeah. I got a little bit of a beer belly, but I call it, call it a meat jacket. And one of the guys I mountain bike with calls it a shit jacket, sack. man. Oh, he calls it straight up. He's like, yeah, yeah. You still got your shit sack there. Anyway. Wow. You hang out with a tough crowd, huh? Oh, no filter. I like the no filter people, man. That just fucking, it's, you save a lot of time. Keep it real. Right. Get to know right away if you like to be around them or not. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see that. Uh, oh, your last story here. Sorry. Wedding cake. Laced wedding cake. This is a sweet story. This is one of those feel good stories, you know? No, not really. It says, I laced my sister's wedding cake with marijuana and the guests got high as kites. Yeah. Interesting. A man in yeah, Chile no. turned a wedding cake into a stoner's paradise when he baked his sister a magical wedding cake laced with marijuana and guests dancing all night. I don't. They make it sound like it's, it's magical marijuana and everybody's going to dance. It's written by the New York Post. Give me a break. But the kind of the, the bottom line is that he just told his sister he was going to do it. But they did. You know, it's like a seven layer cake, and he did one of the layers. He did like straight infused. And they, you know, they told people, yo, if you want to get the, the middle layer, it's got weed in it. And everybody got high as fuck. Usually when uh, that happens at a party, people that probably shouldn't smoke, that don't smoke weed and end up eating the cake. And yeah, it's pretty good. What is this? This is, is the Santiago resident scored 13 million views on TikTok, which right. shows the newlyweds cutting into the cake before 20 of the 100 wedding guests go buck wild on the dance floor, laughing the night away. Yeah, he doesn't Come look like on. a Russian oligarch in hiding to you. Come on. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> oh, man. You That's said Russian. Cake, though, man. I do like that cake. I heard somebody on the news the other day talking about talks with Putin. And when you meet with Putin, you sit at a table and he sits 40 feet from you at the oh, other I'm end. I'm sure. So they don't <laughs> want to get poisoned. People poison each other over there, man. <laughs> still still a thing. I didn't even think of that. It's still a yeah, thing, man. Oh, Jesus. Okay, do you have too many memes here or no? This is legit? Holy shit. Check it out. All right, we'll go through a few good ones. And then there's a whole bag seed Betty scene going on right here, man. There's a whole bag seed Betty. Okay, so this is Psst by Dirtman <laughs> Dano. 
Dirt Mandano says, oh, this is more Bagseed Betty. He's passing a note in class and it says, Betty grows males outdoors. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of Bagseed Betty, man. Oh, this is Dirt Mandano and Dirt Mandan the same people? Don't know, man. Don't know. Could be his alter ego. You never know. <laughs> I'm All right, hang on. This one, this one is actually out of sorts, but this was just cute, man. Peas and carrots. Come on. Yeah, come on. How about me as far as gum? <laughs> it's me as far as gum. One at Cat Cannabis. Thank you. And... you know, I was thinking about Forrest Gump the other day. He scored. <laughs> Recharge and grow dots go together like peas and carrots. And that's about all I have to say about that. Not bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, good shit. Come on, let's get into Bagseed Betty here, man. Uh, this Grumpy Toad says, Who you calling Bagseed Betty? Check for yourself. I'm a female. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty fucking funny, man. That's pretty fucking funny. Ugh. All right, what that else, man? Funny. Oh, oh shit, man. <laughs> Fresh weed in the Bel Air by Uncle <laughs> Creepy. This is the slap heard around the world. And it says, how dare you insult my wife, Bagseed Betty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Come on, come on. And then Uncle Creepy thinks that's what Bagseed Betty looks like, man. No more Bagseed hate. It's Bagseed Bailey. Oh, hey. All right. How are you? Whoa. All right. And then this is what I think Bagseed Betty looks like. I haven't moved on yet from Uncle Creepy. (laughs) Blow your roll. So this is our version of Bagseed Betty. This is our buddy Matt Collins. Matt Collins, artist. like Garbage Pail Kid style. It, yeah, he's Garbage Pail Kid style, but she's chucking pollen over the uh, <laughs> over the fence. <laughs> she got seeded oh. weed, man. Oh, that's fucking hilarious, man. But that's Matt Collins. That's our Bagseed Betty. Stay tuned. Good work. Good work. With her. We'll do something with her. And then right. over here um, on the best of social media, this looks kind of cool, actually. Just something to think about, man. This is three like water jugs turned horizontal. And then it's kind of showing you there's like a little, they're using like a soda bottle to catch what's coming out of it. And it's got, one's got grass growing out of it. One's got wood chips and we got a bunch of organic material in there. And then the other one is just dirt. And the one that's dirt, when they water it, it just uh, just flows right through, man. There's nothing to hold it. And the dirt just ends up coming right out the, out, out the bottom uh the mulch a lot less and when it has grass growing on there and uh, organic material and roots and it really holds the soil so there's that's almost clear water coming out of there so just something to think about yeah i think about how important soil is 100 soil and the trees and plants on it yes yes uh-huh. Let's take it to uh, give some thanks here to the DDC producers doing some shout outs. I'm gonna start it off with saying, What's up, Snuggins and Atomic Garden? Yeah, thank you very Snuggins. much. I like that. Dixieland Dank and Mean Gene Turpine. Thank y'all for the support. Fat and Bearded and What's up, Bud Sniffer? Bud <laughs> Sniffer. Nice. How about Grow Papa and Resnick 421, y'all rock. Not a medical doctor. Oh, man. <laughs> Underground Gardens. Thank you, all you DVC producers, uh, for making this show happen. I'm going to stay peace out until next time, man. It's going to be some summertime soon. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. We just got spring break, man. Yes, I know. I'm getting too ahead of myself. Fucking tax season. All right. I, uh, I don't think like that. No. 
take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's sister, take a little break. 